At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball. From growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at First, first listen. listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Hello and welcome inside. Happy Friday. The Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Oh! What's going on, man? How was your concert last night? How were the Stones? Were the Stones good last night when you were out missing the big check swing by Wilmer Flores because you had to go to a concert? Okay. If that's how we're going to be, that's fine. Uh, I'll I'll wear it. It was a great show. Uh, I had some unfinished business uh, after nearly dying at a Stone show five years ago. But, hey, Mm. you know, however you want to frame it, because it was an ex-Met who got embarrassed uh, and – well, embarrass Major League Baseball with some of that umpiring. That's fine. 
and your Syracuse Orange are losing, so you're going to project on me. I get it. Oh. Hey, uh, before we get – before we get – because we do have to talk about Clemson. Uh, did – when – when the Dodgers won, was there a big moment? Was everybody going crazy at the concert where they were just, come on, man, I got to hear sympathy for the devil. Stop with this baseball stuff. Nah, I, there, there was a guy in front of me who was uh, on a very large, I have no idea what kind of phone it was. Uh, might as well have been a tablet. Uh, it was that large, but he had the game on, so I was kind of peeking over his shoulder, so I got to see it all live in living color. Uh, but trying to do live analysis at that point and calling in really wouldn't have worked while they were going, whoo, whoo. Yeah, it would just not, you know, guess my name would not have uh, would not have done it. So. so, so Mick did not stop and and uh, and, and and acknowledge that the Dodgers beat the Giants and no, uh, did a, a did a lot moment. of acknowledgement of football early, uh, acknowledge the asinine Paul McCartney line about just being a Blues cover band. Uh, talked about Leo DiCaprio and some others in, that were in their celebrities. Uh, I think he said my name, but it was kind of, you know, muddled mm. in the, all the applause. So, you know, we we, uh, we move on. It was good. It was, well, uh, it was we had, my, my home and We had a home. Oh, and, and speaking, of, speaking of English news today, uh, the news that Michael Caine is retiring I know. from acting. I mean, I, I really got to get my Michael Caine impression in tonight because I, I don't know that there's going to be much. Because when you ret- wait, wait, when you retire, Master Bruce, I can't I can't do another bad movie. I've had nothing on Rotten Tomatoes over seventy five percent since you leave him alone. I have get people to I, go back and watch Alfie. I should have quit acting after Blame It on Rio, but I, I did, Master Bruce. I just want to get out. All right. I want to know. Oh, no. He was fantastic. I mean, it's a long career, man. There's so many great moments. See, I thought you were going to talk about the fact that the queen has been ordered to quit drinking by royal doctors. I just, I just, you were only supposed to block. No. Uh, So, yes, it it has been a big night in for, uh, you know, English royalty over the well and then the i saw the nights. world's greatest rock and roll band uh, straight from from london so, so i mean it was all good the world's greatest blues cover band straight from london well that's what mccartney <laughs> said and uh i i think uh, mick always had him with the best uh, comebacks like well we stayed together yeah. La 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 la. No, it was it was a fantastic show. It was uh, very cathartic. Uh, you know, a, a pre-birthday celebration for me as today mm-hmm. is another trip around the sun. So here we go. Uh, yay! Really, yeah. we're we're not even three minutes into the show, and you had to say today's. Don't don't you think we had stuff planned for you no. for your birthday? No, don't you think? No, no, we we've forgotten in years past. Yeah, so oh, one, two, three. Happy birthday, birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. it, Harmon. Happy uh, well, birthday to a guy dear. who couldn't wait more than two minutes for us to sing happy birthday to him. Harmon. No, no. It, well, no, look, happy, we, we've had, for, we've had forgetfulness in the past. Can't let us sing without interrupting. <laughs> happy birthday no. to happy, you. Happy, happy birthday, you old man. No, I appreciate that. Uh, and to all our listeners out there, our extended family, uh, I raised my beautiful can of agave vanilla cream soda in your general direction. You couldn't wait. You couldn't. You couldn't. You two minutes. Well, you couldn't, you no, couldn't well, wait no, because you, you came out attacking me for taking a day off, which I really never do. Like it was we so ta- out of character. You didn't ask if I was okay. You didn't ask if anything was wrong. You probably mocked me for four hours. You were techno. I have you, no we, doubt you mocked me dude, the entire bigger, night. We had bigger fish to fry last night with everything going on no. in the Dodgers and the Giants. <laughs> it was. You, it was fine. You were fine. In Not the for the first eight innings. You didn't. You, <laughs> there was a whole lot drama. of nothing and wind blowing. We still had drama. We had a lot of wind. We had oh, a lot of sure. things. 
Yeah, yeah, a lot did. of we drama when, when it's uh, no scoring and just kind of hanging out. Like right. The big and drama was... of, oh, my God, they're doing one of these crazy devil ray things. Yeah, and I was I was oh, coming yeah. in tonight. I was going to buy pizza and everything else was set. I, You're a liar. T-shirt was on stealth for the entire week to find out if you were going to come into the studio tonight. I had it all set up to come in. We were going to do food and everything else. And then T-shirt texts me at like 5 o'clock. Hey, Harmon's not coming in tonight. Something with pipes in his house. So, uh, uh, nothing. Nothing's going on tonight. I said, oh, all right, great. So now, so you blew it. You, now, you, you're the one that blew it. You could have had everything. You could have had it all. You could have You blew it. it. See, I think Tyshirt's just working to make you look better. Uh, <laughs> no, I'll be back in on Monday. Uh, well, Monday's as, not as, your birthday. It's over. We got to wait until next year. Everybody else takes a birthday week over, or a month. Johnny. I can't have three days. It's over. So you had to tell you what. You know, you know how I'll, ce- I'll celebrate it? I'll go to a soccer game for my kid tomorrow, and then I'll go see the Stones again on Sunday. How's that? <laughs> <laughs> you think uh, I'm but, kidding? No, I, no, I am no, going. I think, again, you're, so I think you're absolutely going to do that. I'm, yeah. I'm going to go. Uh, but happy yeah. birthday! Thank uh, you. I'm glad Thank uh, you. you had a good night with the Stones last night. And, yeah, survived uh, another year, and here we yeah. are. And uh, here we are tonight on a Friday night, which we'll get to what's going on in Major League Baseball in a couple minutes. But right now, I got to tell you, man, Clemson and Syracuse. 14-7, <laughs> 10 minutes to go in the fourth quarter. This should be a 10-point Syracuse lead. Clemson cannot do anything with the football. I mean, if yeah. and you need to see, oh, maybe Clemson's going to be okay. No, Clemson is terrible. And whatever you think about the prospect that DJ Uyanalele is, uh, clearly – Whatever is going on with the Clemson offense is not working. And Clemson here is struggling against a middle-of-the-pack ACC team. Really, Syracuse should have a better record than they do. They should be better than 3-3 and because the head coach, Dino Babers, makes incredibly ridiculous decisions that really crush the team, and he made make another one tonight. But this Clemson team, I mean, look, Syracuse is is, is decent, but they are struggling, struggling, struggling. They get a field goal to make it 17-7, and the only thing that's holding them up right now is the fact that Syracuse continues to play a quarterback that can't throw the football. They have 20 yards of offense in the second half. They got the backup quarterback who used to be the starter who can sling it down the field. And they have not made a move. And really, I watch Garrett Schrader play for Syracuse, and I'm saying, how is he still in there? He can't throw the football. The defensive backs are standing in the hip pockets of the wide receivers because he throws grapefruits. And still, they're not making a move. And Dabo Sweeney's got to be going, well, if they're going to hand us this game like this, great. They've had zero offense. Zero. And they won't make a change. Clemson is lucky to escape the era of Clemson being the dominant team in college football. If you thought it was coming back at some point, and Uyana Lale is real. Hey, he might be good at some point, but now this is not a good football. This is an average football team, and they are clearly a team that is struggling now when you lose two guys who go right to the NFL and are not first-round picks and become star players. Yeah, when you don't have that guy playing quarterback, suddenly you don't look nearly as good as you used to, and that's what's going on with Clemson right now. Yeah, I mean, it, look, you're not you're going to be the the number one squad forever. I mean, uh, look at even Nick Saban's trying to rally rally the troops, going, "Hey, we're not that bad," you know, and all those things uh, to impress uh, whoever's, you know, all the computers and the modeling and try to make noise in his locker room to get guys up for the next game. Right? Not all is lost after one loss for Clemson. Yeah, it's it's not a huge team. It's not a a dominant team by any stretch, and the offense is is painful to watch. Almost 300 yards of offense tonight thus far as they extend to a 17-7 lead here with about nine minutes left. But, yeah, it, look, sometimes it's winning ugly. 
and you, you grind through and hope that the next recruiting class is ready to go, figure out whatever went wrong in the translation. Did you not get this quarterback up and ready in the same, you know, same path because right not every guy's going to learn the same way right you got to learn on the fly and as a coach too and and change some habits and I don't, I don't know that Dabo Swinney's a guy that does that necessarily uh, he's at least from his public comments I, I'm obviously not in the locker room I don't know the the players uh and, and how they're handled uh year to year but you know just from his public comments on, on a lot of things it seems like he's a this is our course and the, you, you you go along with it and so adaptability has got to be part of the equation as well. And you had a, a, a guy who we'll watch him in, in London on, on on Monday and all, but or Sunday morning, I should say. Not, you know, he's not a Jet. Uh, but So they get the uh, 6.30 window this time around. Uh, but it, it's just the the question of, of what's the next, next step in your recruiting and, and how do you rally up? So uh, still a lot of football to be played. I mean, they still have, what, six games on the schedule? A uh, lot, lot of time for chaos, certainly. You know, Wake Forest sitting atop the Atlantic right now. But, you know, as we, we, we've watched the last couple of college football weekends, kick your feet up. Craziness is going to happen. Twitter at How About a Fresca, Mike at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. So right now, Ed, they're booing in the Carrier Dome because Syracuse can Of course they score. are. Dino Babers refuses to go to a quarterback that can actually throw the football downfield, and Dabo Sweeney's going, shh, don't wake anybody up. We just want to win this game and get out of here and be 4-2. We stink, but boy, we want to get out of here and be 4-2. You know what? They might have to change after that hit. I don't know. <laughs> okay, there he is. He popped back up. I'll tell uh, you. He looks a little uncomfortable there, but... It- it really is embarrassing because Clemson should be getting thumped in this game, and they're just not. Well, uh, that just means that they uh, they can ugly it up better than you can. Yeah, they can. Yeah, they can. That's, oh, that's really all it comes down to. Yeah, Again, they don't all have to up, be masterpieces, buddy. No, it's it's no, like, no. you know, Michael Caine, you went through the Rotten Tomatoes. Not every one of them. I mean, he won an Oscar. He was nominated a number of times. He was great, whether it was kitschy or you absolutely loved the performance. But some of those were, you know, you take the, the cash, right? Like he did for Jaws 4, right? He, that, he, when I Jaws 4 Jaws bought 4, a house. <laughs> I did, and I couldn't go to the Oscars to get my Oscar because I was filming Jaws 4, The Revenge, not the 3D one, the other one that people didn't go see. See, and, and right as you mock this guy, on cue, he goes deep down the right sideline. And touchdown yards. Syracuse. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Wow. There's got to be a penalty, though. There's got to be a penalty <laughs> on Syracuse. There's got to well, be a Maybe penalty. a celebration penalty or There's something. There's got to be a penalty. There's got to be. Got to be. It's got to be a penalty. No, it actually worked. Syracuse scores a touchdown. <laughs> Syracuse scores a touchdown. Wow, nothing. They went putting the ball over the pylon and dropping it. No, they're not going to call it a touchback. No, Do I you want to restart? Touchdown? Restart this whole bit with the uh, music and everything. I mean, <laughs> and I only had to talk like Michael Kane to get Syracuse to score. This, this is the karma and people outside wanting to make sure that we talk about sports and not. My career and Hannah or any of her sisters, Master Bruce. I've buried fourteen <laughs> Batmans. I can't bear Batman with the little points. Stop! Ones. I've buried a lot of Batman. How about all the Robins? There's a uh, lot of those too. I read the Burt Ward book. It was not flattering for Adam West. 
Uh, meanwhile, while Syracuse has scored a touchdown, and now it's under review to make sure it was a touchdown, not going to be surprised if they well, did he did he fumble it? Uh, you know, into the pylon. <laughs> of course, that's what they're going to find. Of course, that's what they're going to find. Because he, he dove towards the end zone to, to, to flesh this out. He made the dive towards the pylon, and now I think they they were reviewing whether the ball was coming out because of the way he was holding. It. Of course, that's what they're going to find. A sixty-two yard touchdown is going to get called back. It, it's, it's no, 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 be, no, 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 no. He's lined it up for the PAT. It looks like it's been confirmed. Uh, all right, all right, you're ahead of me. You're ahead of me. So exhale. Bruce. You're exhale, Master buddy. Bruce. You are ahead of me, Master Bruce. You, you're yeah. ahead of me. Uh, meanwhile, Major League Baseball, the Red Sox are right now ruining the potential World Series that everybody wants, which is the Astros and the Dodgers, as they lead Houston right now 3-1 to one in the middle of the fifth inning. Houston playing at home and allegedly still stealing signs is losing by two runs to the Red Sox. It is a shocking day, and it's shocking even more so that Chris Sale had about as rough a start as you possibly could for the Red Sox. He throws 61 pitches, goes two and two-thirds innings, comes out of the game, and that's been it. And that's been it for the Astros so far as they come to bat here in the fifth. You didn't get the start you wanted. You didn't get, what you're getting if you're the Red Sox is Kike Hernandez is the greatest player in postseason history. Yeah. Right? He's the Randy Arozarena of this year. Three for three uh, tonight uh, with, with a home run. Uh, he is doing everything this postseason for the Boston Red Sox, uh, who now really, they're going to ruin the World Series. It's going to wind up being Red Sox Braves now just because. We're going to get Red Sox Braves. It's going to be, oh, man, that's a disappointment. Wow, you just uh, I, did you predict the demise of the Dodgers yesterday? I I, mm. I missed it. Uh, no, no, no. no, so I picked in, the Dodgers in five, and the Dodgers won in five. I know things, my Carmen. I know no, things. Well, you know, you told you so. Uh, I know things. But yes, uh, you you look at Hernandez uh, as Steve gave you in the early update. Also, the defensive play, ten of twenty three uh, coming into tonight in the playoffs, and then three for three. I mean, just ridiculous. Right, mm-hmm. a guy who, you know, as we talk about, heroes are born all the time. Cody Bellinger, right, as you talked about last night, I have no doubt for a good hour and people still rubbing their eyes and, and just making sure that they saw, well, what they what they saw. Mm-hmm. And, and that a guy who all season long had been, well, terrible would be the uh, kindest way to put it, uh, comes up with a big play against Cardinals, comes up with a big play, la- big hit last night, and now you look at uh, Hernandez, same, same idea of, you know, it's, it doesn't always have to be the superstars, and I think that's the beautiful thing about the postseason, right? You've been using the Aaron Rodgers romanticism thing. That's what it's all about, man. And, and either way, we all lose. It's Red Sox Astros. <laughs> right? There's no winners here. The only well, team no, that but, you can gonna... you want to see the Astros and the Dodgers to see, you know, and, and if and if that happens, the Dodgers should lay out there, okay, let's make a bet. It's double or nothing. If we win this World Series, we get credit for the other one because you cheated. If you win Ooh. this one, you get credit for both of them. Ah. That's better than any you dopey like that, huh? mayor bet. I like yeah. that. Forget that. That's a bet I want to make. Let's make oh, that. Oh, I dig hey, that. Yeah, that's a good one, right? Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Happy, happy birthday, you old man. <laughs> it's the Mike Harmon birthday show right yeah, here. Yeah, how about that? Uh, right now, Clemson still leads Syracuse by three, four minutes to go in the fourth quarter. Syracuse getting the ball back. Meanwhile, Red Sox and the Astros still 3-1. Boston with the lead as we go to the bottom of the fifth inning. Well, big news in the NFL today. Uh, as the NFL said, no one else has been implicated in the Washington football team email investigation. This after John Gruden, no longer the head coach of the Raiders, Jeff Pash, NFL lawyer, uh, had some allegedly questionable back and forth with Bruce Allen then uh, running the Redskins uh, football program. But now, no, 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 now nothing else is coming out. So is this the end? 
Is it really the end? Joining us now on the hotline, no one better. NFL on Fox, insider extraordinaire. You can follow him on Twitter at Jay Glazer. What's happening, Jay? How are you, man? What's going on, man? I know one guy who won't be implicated is yours truly over here. Okay. You checked. You didn't email Bruce Allen over that seven-year span? <laughs> well, Bruce, uh, I did. I actually, both Bruce and Gruden and I have the same relationship. I threatened to beat both their asses. <laughs> uh, at one point, go. I'm dead serious. No last, way. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Gruden at the Senior Bowl. Uh, told him I thought he was a fake tough guy. And then, um, man, I forget what he said, but I was sitting with Sean Payton. And he came over and he said something. He was just being rude. And and I did. I, think he's a fa- I do think he's a fake tough guy. And this is not me piling on, John. It's what I've always felt. And um, then he, he said something else. And then I got up and told him he's a fake tough guy and kind of said it real loud. And, and then Sean wanted nothing to do with it. And, so that's kind of been me and Gruden for a long time. And then Bruce Allen, I broke all the Balco news for the NFL. And Bruce wanted me, he came he publicly came out and said that he wanted me um, put on the stand for the um, in front of a federal grand jury for them to make me give up my sources. And then said, and, you know, the, because the reporter – me being a reporter, I think he said I have a bad track record or I'm inaccurate or something like that. And, oh, man, it just set me off. So I literally, I called him, or, or I wrote something about it. I was at CBS at the time. I wrote something about it. And he called me. He said, I understand you're upset. And I said, dude, if you were in front of me right now, I would. And obviously, I cannot say it on our air. Sure. Oh, I threatened the hell out of Bruce Allen, yeah. Wow. And he said, you're this mad? I said, oh, dude, I would smash you. If you were here right now, I would smash you. And he's like, I said, you know, these, I said, it's so hard for me to, you know, defend myself. Like, for me, accuracy, as you guys know, is everything for me. I said, and one day, you try to destroy all my, you know, how my validity in one day by something you guys did. And yeah, it set me over the deep end. And I, I, um, I, I will say this: I was so, I went so deep on him. He actually said, "Man, you're like serious about this." I said, "Totally serious." And this is how I put, you know, food on my kids' plate, man. You're not going to destroy my reputation when you guys are cheating. And I'm just reporting it. And um, he said, "Well, I, I really." Uh, if, if I fly to New York, would you, can, I, can I have dinner? Like, can we, can we try and smooth this over? And I'll give him credit. He actually got in a play. He came to New York and smoothed it over so I wouldn't smash him. But, you know, has never been great. You know, it's it just it, it, the whole thing, this whole thing, this entire thing has come out. Because Dan Snyder and Bruce Allen – or or at war with each other, and they're fighting, and they're just getting everything out they possibly can on each other and each other's friends and each other's people. And now, look again, like John Gruden, um, you know, there's no, never, I certainly wouldn't defend, um, and especially again, since you know, I'm not, as I'm saying, John, I don't have a great, there is no relationship there, whatsoever. And I just think you saw also, man, and I. You know, just in the way his emails were, um, there was just a lot of hate. I don't want to be one of the ones piling on. I, and, and, and the other end of this is I'm not part of cancel culture. I do think people should have the right to grow. 
like something that happened a long time ago, if you can grow from them, I think you should be allowed to grow. It's a, life is about making mistakes and falling down and learning from them and growing. So this, you know, it's, it's but again, you know, everybody in that locker room is really going to process and they're kind of looking at him and go, man, that was set with a lot of vitriol. And, you know, that, that did affect a lot of people. And when you're a leader of men, things are different. Jay Glazer with us here, Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. So, Jay, you know, hey, as you I said, bet you didn't expect to open up with that today, did you? No. Powerhouse stuff. No. <laughs> Send him some fight videos along the way. Hey, nobody's stepping in. Oh, man, Bruce, I, I was so infuriated um, because back then also, man, it was um, – it, it's when, you know, it went from newspapers to Internet. Sure. And – you know, my relationship with a lot of the other fellow reporters weren't great because, you know, for the first time, you're like, look, they would file something. And I started this way, too, with the New York Post. You'd file something, and it would drive me crazy if I was in their shoes. So you file something at 6 o'clock in the afternoon, and, you know, you're expecting to break a big story in the Washington Post the next morning. And all of a sudden, this other reporter breaks it at 10 p.m., and it kind of steals your sizzle. So, man, it wasn't great. And um, so there was kind of a lot of, you know, fighting between me and some of the other reporters over that. And it was kind of weird. It was just me and them. Cause it was me versus Lenton Pasquarelli. God bless he's Amazing. And, and Chris Morrison and John Clayton. But I think I kind of took the, uh, the brunt of the, um, I, I, I guess the, the anger of, of what it was, you know, making some of the other reporters look like. And, you know, now, thank God, I'm glad that the four of us kind of, did that whole internet thing to you know kick this off for everybody else to kind of get rich and and, and <laughs> take care of their families better but back then it was so much anger toward me by doing that and it, it just and maybe it was my paranoia and i'm not saying you know but certainly not saying i'm not paranoid and, and you guys know my my own issues and paranoia comes with that uh, but when bruce did that i kind of looked at it like oh my god he just he just took five years of me fighting to show everybody that I, you know I am you know my my word is every like everything I if you see what I report it's golden and I felt he threw it all out the window and that's why I wanted to beat his ass yeah no, sure. Hey, and just, be, you know, a little paranoia doesn't mean they're still not after you. Uh, but as you made your calls <laughs> around the league this week, Jay, as we get ready for, for week six uh, in earnest, um, you know, what, what's the, the prevailing thought? If you can, you know, encapsulate some no, of No, 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 there's no prevailing thought. You can't put it in one. Everybody has their own thoughts. Also, guys, you got to understand how fast this happened. Sure. Right? And there's, like, look, Mike Mayock standing up there talking about it. There's no class you could take to suddenly tell you hey this is what you say in a situation like this when your boss and your face or something gets busted for not just racism but everything yes transphobic homophobic everything like you there's there's no journalism let's say there was a, a great like the greatest journalism school in the world you don't take that course in one day and say hey here's how you go up there and handle it so I give Mayock credit because it's, you know, it's a lot to deal with. But everybody kind of is processing it on their own, and that means inside the locker room. Um, I think Derek Carr even – I think Derek Carr actually said it great, right? Like he says, look, I love the guy, but, you know, I think, you know, hates the – what do you say, hates the sin or something like that. Um, 
And there's like I was talking to somebody today who said, man, Gruden and I, I said, you know, we were talking about him. And he said, my players were asking me, he said, you know, John? And this person said, I know John. He said, so he's a racist, right? He said, no, he's not a racist. He said, he's a blankety-blank, but he's not a racist. But what he says is racist, but he's a blankety-blank. You know what I mean? So it's like they're all processing it on their own. Other guys go, yeah, he's a racist. Yes, he's homophobic. Yes, he's, it's, how, it's how you view it. You know what I mean? It's how it hurt you. It's how it affects you. That's, that's like everybody has their own story and they have to process it on their own. Like I can't tell you how to feel about it. Nobody else can tell anybody how to feel about it. And how, how you feel about it is not wrong. It's your story and how it affected you. But it's, man, it's a shame. Jay, was that the last time you talked to Gruden? That conversation that you had went when? No, when told- wasn't the last time. I had a production meeting with him after that, and um, actually, again, this is early on. So I was doing, I was doing um, sidelines for CBS. I mean, for Fox, and I was doing one of his games, and I just fought in an MMA fight, and I guess someone had like the pictures in there, and he's like, "You do this?" I'm like, "Yeah." And he was like, I said, remember that day I said I was going to beat your ass? Yeah. And, um, yeah. I mean, again, this is, this is, so we're talking, this is, man, I think I fought in 2004, so this is probably 2005. You know, um, shut along those lines. And then I've seen him here and there. He's just not, you know, I just look at, and I kind of actually hate that I'm saying this because I don't want to act like I'm piling on. It's just, if you guys asked me about John Gruden in the past, I would have told you this. It's not something that I've ever hidden. That I just, I just thought he was a fake tough guy, and it just guys like that who are kind of bullies just drive me crazy. It's just like you're always kind of having this. You get everybody trying to like, and you guys like I'm telling you guys like I fought. I never said I was a good fighter. So there's a difference here. I'm not acting like a fake tough guy. I was a crappy fighter, but at least I did it. Well, and and then you take to the guys that never did fight, and you can probably still beat that ass. Right. All right. So, so last night on Fox, I think, you I, think said, I talked to Gruden maybe three times. We just weren't. We just we never had a good relationship because I just like I would just always saw him as like like yeah I, I I just I saw him as this just craft dude who you know kind of like the, the emails. Have you read them? That's kind of how I viewed them. Gotcha. All right, let's go to one of the pieces of news that you, you were talking about it last night on Fox, and you, you spoke it into existence. Uh, Zach Ertz gets traded to Arizona. Yep. My daughter saw the news, and she's a soccer player. She goes, oh, Julie's husband. I thought it was cute. Right. Uh, but So he gets dealt to Arizona, and now Cliff's, Cliff Kingsbury has COVID. So a lot of yep, things yep. swirling in Arizona. Yeah, you know, it's funny, too, because I was texting with Zach today, and um, yeah, he was telling me, too, I didn't know Julie was actually from out here, from Arizona. So – I mean, this is going to be terrific for him. What a move for Steve Kime. And, look, I said it last night on TV, knowing that the Eagles were um, talking about tra- – so had Dallas Goddard not gotten COVID, Ertz probably would have traded earlier in the week. But they needed him to stay. They needed him because, because Goddard had COVID. They needed Ertz on the roster. So I didn't know if they had told him or not yet. So that's why I said that, hey – don't be surprised if one of these guys gets traded here in the next week or tomorrow. And um, but even so, like you also didn't know it was contingent on if you know if Ertz got hurt, obviously it wouldn't have happened. Um, so I couldn't have gone fully with it. But yeah, I mean, what a move by Steve Kahn, the general manager of the Cardinals, 
making this, you know, pulling this off. You know, Max Williams goes down. They bring in a guy like Zach Ertz who fits that need perfectly. Um, Ertz, who obviously wasn't happy with his deal out there in, in Philadelphia for a while. It's, I, it's just it's the perfect move. And, again, I, you know, when I said it last night, I knew that it was more than in the works. But also I thought the Eagles were going to maybe try and um, – Maybe try and use that deal and play it out elsewhere around the league if Ertz had a great game. So that's why, you know, I, I didn't go full in of, hey, Zach Ertz has been traded right. to the Cardinals because there's still a good chance that, hey, guys, we have a deal with the Cardinals for this. You saw Ertz last night. Do you want to do this? Which is what happens in the NFL. Hey, would you give us more? Would you give us a four? Would you give us three? That's what happened. So I had to predict it would happen in the next week, which um, prediction came true. <laughs> He's on Twitter. But, 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 by the way, term, but terms were worked out like, man, like Monday or Tuesday. Um, yeah. Contingent on a bunch of things. Wow. As always, an unbelievable visit with Jay Glazer. You never know what you're nope. going to get. Uh, check Jay out. Twitter, Street fighting man. Jay Glazer. That is at Jay Glazer. Did not, he came out throwing haymakers right away, Jay. You, came, you were like house of fire, man. That was awesome. Well, because everybody keeps – you know what? You have, you have any idea how many calls I've gotten about, hey, are you going to be on these emails? Now, listen, yep. I'm filthy. You guys know I am. All right? I got nothing to hide here. I ain't the cleanest dude in the world. But I ain't on Bruce, Bruce Allen and John Gruden stuff. So <laughs> as those two guys, as, as Dan Snyder and Bruce Allen continue to chop each other down, um, yeah, I won't be part of that. Oof. Jay, be good, buddy. Thanks so much, as always. We will talk to you next week. Enjoy the games. <laughs> Head on a swivel, Jay. Thanks, buddy. Wow. Oh, you're not entertained, not Twitterable. No. Thank you. <laughs> you're the best. <laughs> Thanks, guys. See you, buddy. That was outstanding. How about that? I almost fought John Gruden, called him a fake tough guy, Bruce Allen. I told him I wanted to beat his ass. Oh, my God. Oh, my God, that was incredible. Really didn't see that coming. Like, it started as a, hey, what else is coming out? It's like, you know what happened? You know who's not on there? Me. And you know why? (laughs) Oh, okay. I'm just going to sit back. This is, this is, oh, my goodness, what stories. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. He's Mike Harmon. I'm Dan Byard. We have a brand new fantasy football podcast called I Want Your Flex. Twice a week, every Tuesday and Friday, we come up with new episodes to not only look back at what happened, what you need to do at that minute, and also look ahead of what's coming up in the fantasy football world. That's right, Dan. Every week, we're going to scour the waiver wire to find the pickups to turbo boost your fantasy lineup. Sit, starts, fantasy football players' rankings to get you ready to dominate the competition. Listen to I Want Your Flex with Mike Harmon and me, Dan Beyer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts at bed 365 we don't do ordinary we believe that every sport should be epic every home run every hit every inning every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar see for yourself when you sign up today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets when you bet just five dollars whatever the sport whatever the moment it's never ordinary at bed 365 21 plus only must be present in ohio if you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon. 
Olympic gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, because everybody needs a laugh on a Friday night, and hey... We got big stuff uh, from Jay Glazer that a few was, minutes that ago. That was incredible. We're going to revisit that coming up in about 10 minutes in a big way. Uh, but <sighs> Clemson beat Syracuse 17-14, right? Clemson, they still stink, by the way, okay? The era of Clemson, if it's not over, hey. it's on pause. They hey, still hey, stink. Hey. Succeed they still and stink. proceed. Uh, the game is not still going, not in overtime, because Syracuse missed a 45-yard field goal in the final 30 seconds. Hey, look, it's a game Syracuse should have won by two touchdowns. But again, Syracuse going to Syracuse. Woulda, um, shoulda, coulda. Look at the replay of the missed field goal, and you will see that this is where the laugh is coming for the rest of the night. Apparently, Syracuse needs to screen Ace Ventura Pet Detective because... The Syracuse holder didn't spin the laces out 
The no, laces are facing Andre Schmidt, who, again, two years ago was the Lou Groza Award winner, the best kicker in the country. He is the all-time points leader for Syracuse. He made a game-winning field goal a couple of weeks ago. Did not spin the laces out, so Schmidt kicks the laces, and it's short and it's wide to the left. This is how Syracuse lost because the holder didn't watch Ace Ventura Pet Detective. Well, I mean, maybe that'll be in uh, Dino Baber's uh, next film review. Uh, I, I've certainly seen, and, and I really thought this was shocking for a, a Friday night, but it's sports media, and, and a lot of sports media folks, well, came out of that Syracuse school, and uh, they're calling for the head of Dino Babers as head coach. Uh, he's, a lot of he's, he had a Fire game. Babers. He had a horrible game. But still, watching this, I'm like, it really comes down to it this. Because the the laces are out, and he, miss, and he missed it awful, right? Like, he missed it awful. It, 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 it faded to the left right away. And I don't know that it would have been good anyway, because it might have been a little short. It was, like, you, you got to spin those laces, man. You got to spin the laces. And you got to make sure that that's how the ball is out there. You go, oh, there's, a, I mean, really, laces out, Dan has to be one of the biggest things that football teams talk about in any locker room. Laces out, Dan. Lace out, laces out. You got to spin those laces. You got to spin the laces. This is Syracuse football in a nutshell. And Dabo Sweeney's walking around going, man, we really shouldn't have won that game. Oh, boy, they handed that one to us. Oh, and now the laces out thing. Finkel is Einhorn. Einhorn is Finkel. Syracuse loses. Yeah, everybody. Oh, my goodness. No, that's oh, like when goodness. you when you're a heel in a wrestling match and your manager is interfered and you got the pinfall and, and then you just run out of the arena. That's exactly what Dabo Sweeney does here. You got the victory. Raise that hand. Go and shake Dino Baber's hand. Say thank you, uh, and then turn and run to your locker room and get on a bus to the airport as fast as you can. No, oh, because they're going to call us back and take the game wing away. You guys really didn't earn it. You really didn't. This is how Syracuse is not in overtime or defeated Clemson. Clemson is just a team. They are just a team. They should be 3-3 three and three right now, still having trouble scoring. Even though Syracuse is a little more talented than people think they are, and I'm feeling good about that, watching a game like this, I just want to bang my head against the wall and go, eventually I'm going to pass out. I'm going to keep doing this bang, bang, Finkel, and I want an Einhorn and Finkel, and, 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 and um, that's, uh, now I'm out. Now I'm out, and I wake up, and something new is happening. See, now I'm really sad we're not in the studio and, and eating pizza and cheese. Cause I'm just, be I'm just sad mood. that I went to Syracuse. I should have went to, like, SUNY Buffalo. I wouldn't care. Wow. Oh, hey, we react to that Big Jay Glazer interview next on Fox. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.